This is Gemara in Shabbos Daf Kuf Tes Vov. Tonight's year should be as Chosr for Shleim B'Vachayim B'Vram Mechan Yitachai Batz Vaslavano. Chaim Ben Sari Yisdur Ben Sari Rezal Shalmasim and Rezal Edel Shalor Baskinand Lafayak of Chaim Ben Malia Libab Seishachel Yisrael as well as is Chos Liili Nishama for Yechil Mordechai Ben Yerucham Fishel whose yard site is today. We begin the 16th parak of Mesech Shabbos, a parak that deals. With fires, Rahman al if someone's house is on fire, what can one yes do, what can one not do? So says the Mishnah Kufta Tazvav Amralif, Kol Kisveya Kodesh Matilan Asabim Neadaleka. If there's a fire, you're allowed to save all Kisveya Kodesh, all holy writings literally, and we'll see exactly what this means. The first Rashi points out, for example, Taira Nevim Ksuvim. Parchments, of course, we know back then everything was written on a parchment. So a safer Torah, a safer Nevi'im, etc. You'll have to save from the fire. Whether it's something that you read from in Shul, for example, Nevi'im, you read it as Avtaira. Whether it's something you do not read for them, Ksuvim, they all have a special sanctity, a special Kedusha, and you'll have to save them from the fire. And even if they're written in any language, says the Mishnah, seemingly you're allowed to save them from the fire, as well as Tutanim Geniza, they need to be buried. There's a Kedusha to them. There's a Kedusha, you need to bury them. They can be saved from fire. What's the reason you don't read from them? Says the Mishnah, seemingly a uh, side in. Says the, says the Mishnah, you don't read from these Ksuvim, because on Shabbos there wasn't any time. The Gemara will explain, as Rashi starts to point out, that in Shabbos was a time they used to have drushes, and the drushes would be more things that were more Nagel, Lamaisa, and Ksuvim was more stories, and therefore they wouldn't read from Ksuvim because of Bittal based measures. So the Mishnah teaches us that what do you let us save on Shabbos? You let us save Tanakh, whether you read for them or whether you don't. Important over here is just the top. Taisus lays down a nice, you cite a nice foundation. Taisus says that the entire parak that we're going to discuss is dealing when the fire is in one's own house, and the question is, what can you do to save your house? But Taisus concludes, but if it's in someone else's house, then we're going to be more makel. Very interesting. And this is a tightrope that we're going to see throughout the parak that we're afraid if someone's house, is going up in fire, someone's going to go and be Shabbos. He's going to go and put out the fire which he's not allowed to do, and therefore we get, we're more machmir and more restrictive of him, because if we let him do something, that's what Tesis points out, that if we let you do something, you're going to go and put out the fire. On the other hand, as we'll see as we go through the parak, there are certain kulas that we gave as well. There are certain leniencies that we gave, because we said if we don't let you do anything, then you're for sure going to go put out the fire. So this is the tightrope that Chazal walked. We'll just point it out now, and maybe we'll point it out again as we go through, through the parak. When it comes to, we're discussing now, saving Kisviyah Kaidish. That's today's discussion. As we go along, we'll discuss more, putting out the fire, etc. Says the Gemara, Itmar, Hayiksuvim Targum, If something is written in Targum, in Aramaic, or in any language, Ravuna, Imer, In Matzilana, Yisamdeya, Dleika, You're not allowed to save from the fire, Rav Chisra, Amar, Matzilana, Yisamdeya, Dleika, you let a yes leave from a fire. Seemingly a machlekes between Ravun and Rav Chista. What is the story if you have if you have us if you have some sort of scroll, some sort of Tanakh that is written, and Rashi says we're talking about a Ksuvim over here that's written in Targum, it's written in Aramaic. Ravuna says you're not allowed to save it. Rav Chista says you're yes allowed to save it. Says the Gabara, leave the Mandamar, according to the Mandamar that says that you're allowed to read from them. As Rashi points out, they're allowed to read from Ksuvim written in any language. Then for surely you could save them. There's Kedusha. You could 
read from them, so certainly you can say from a fire. Keep leaky, what is the machlekes? So leave it to Mandamar, lighten it newly krisbem. According to Mandamar, that holds that you're not allowed to read from them. And if you want to see, look at Rashi. Rashi towards the bottom of the Ahmed, about 10 lines before the ra- wide lines. Rashi says, lighten it new. You're not let to write in any language. It's obviously he was referring to a time before nowadays when they weren't allowed to write. Teresh Valpeh was something that was only supposed to be transmitted orally. Of course, later generations became a time of and it became a time that they had to write down the Torah because it was being forgotten. But we're talking about a time prior to that. What was we allowed to be written down? So says the Gemara again. According to the Manda Amar that says you're allowed to write down, write, write down Ksuvim, you're allowed to learn from it, even written in Targum. This is a Megillah. Then of course you could save it. Keep What is the Machlaikis between Ravuna and Rav Chista? Ali with the Manda Amar, lightning newly Christian. According to the Manda Amar, that all is that you're not allowed to read from these Ksuvim brain in Targum. Ravuna Amar ain't Matsilin, you're not allowed to say them. Dalin and Alikras Bam, because you don't read from them. Rav Chistam are still Matsilin. Why? Because if Chistam says whether you can read from it or not, but the bottom line is these are Ksuvim. And the Ksuvim are in Targum, you have to be allowed to save them. That is the Machlaikas, Ravuna and Rav Chistam. So says the Gemara tonight, we learned in the Mishnah, our Mishnah. We're about to eight, eight lines into the Gemara. Kol Kisvea Kaidesh Matilun Asim Neadleka. You let us save any Kisvea Kaidesh. Bain Shekarin Bam, Bain Shekarin Bam. Whether you read for them or not. So seemingly, why are we saying that whether you read for them is seemingly a machlaikas of your Avunar of Achista? Our Mishnah says straight up, you let us save them. Viafal Pishakshum Becholashain. And the Mishnah said straight up that even if it's written in any language, you're allowed to save it. Says the Gemara, my love, that what's the mission referred to? Shkari ben Vivian, that you read in the Vivian, Vishain Karim ben Ksuvim. Like we translated the Mishnah, which is Rashi taught us. That it means, what does it mean? Something that you read from? That's turn in the Vivian. Haftaira. What does it mean? Something you don't read from? That's referring to Ksuvim. And yeah, what did the Mishnah say? Avabisha Ksuvim becholashain. And the Mishnah said, you're allowed to save it. Seeing the Mishnah is clearly like Rav Chista, Tiyof the Ravuna. Because the Mishnah clearly says, whether you read from it, whether you don't read from it, seemingly referring to both Nevi'im is you read, read from, you don't read from is Ksuvim, and then the Mishnah continued and said, whether you read, whether it's written in any language, you're allowed to save it. Seemingly straight up, like Rav Chesto, to you have to Rav Huna. That is Gemara's Kasha on Rav Huna. Amr Lechar Rav Huna, Rav Huna answers the last narrow line, Kuftas Vavah Meral Vitizbra, and is what you're telling me logical. A Masefa, what did the Sefa say? Tunim Geniza, they have to bury these items. There's Kedusha, then we have to bury them. Now you're going to tell me you're allowed to even go on Shabbos and save them. Now, by the way, I'm sorry, we didn't mention what's the Chiddush you're allowed to save something on Shabbos? What's the Chiddush? So Rashi already points out that the Chiddush over here is two Chiddushim, and these are things that are going to come up in the next plot. That one, number one, it's a Tatircha. You're not allowed to exert energy on Shabbos. That's number one. We have to see what the parameters of that are. And the second one, Rashi says, we're talking about a place that an Erev, to a Mavui Mafula, something we've spoken about many times, a three-sided Mavui that's open in the end, and we spoke about many times that you have to have a, a Heker, you need to have either a Cairo or a, or a, or a, or a Lechi or a Cairo, Lechi, I'm sorry, or a Cairo, a perpendicular or a parallel beam in order to make a Heker between the Mavui Mafula and the street. 
and you don't have that, so you're not allowed to carry them of a foolish. The Chiddush is, but you're allowed to save the Kisvei HaKodesh into that area. So again, one more time, says the Gemara, last night what did the Sefer say? You're going to let one save them. You're going to let them carry out this thing into an area without an area. This is their abundant to carry. Certainly, it's passion. Of course you need to bury them. If we're going to be makel to let you carry them out and be over in some level of Shabbos, of course you're going to have to bury them. Of course it's Kedusha to it. So how does Ravuna learn the Mishnah? Ravuna, again, Ravuna was the opinion that said you're not allowed to save these items that are written in any language. So how does he learn the Mishnah? Ravuna Matar says I made the second wide line. Bain she kairin b'hem. What does the Mishnah mean? Whether you read from the Nevi'im that's referring to Aftahir. Bain she ain kairin b'hem. It's k'suvim. Ba medivarim amurim. Now Ravuna explains what is that referring to? She k'suvim b'loshin akaydesh. That's when you're allowed to save whether it's Nevi'im, whether it's k'suvim. Avul b'chol loshin. But if it's not written loshin akaydesh, but if it's written in any other language, ain matzilin. Then you're not allowed to save them. Va'afilu halchi. Now the Mishnah reads beautifully. He says Ravuna, but the Mishnah continues. It says even though you're not allowed to save them, you need to bury them, and that's the Chiddush of the Mishnah according to Ravuna. Again, that when it's written in Lashon Hakodesh, you yes save it. When it's not written in Lashon Hakodesh, you do not save it. But you don't save it. You're not allowed to be Abraham Chashavis to save such an item. But there is some level of kedusha to it, and therefore you do have to be going it. You do have to bury it. That is Ravuna. Rav Chista Matar says to me, how does Rav Chista learn the Mishnah fifth wide line? Bein Shekarin Ben, when the Mishnah says, when you read from it, Nevi'im, that's referring to Nevi'im. Bein Shein Karin Ben, when you don't read from it, Ksuvim, that's referring to Ksuvim. Afal, Bein Shekarin Bechulo, Lasha, Nami Matzilin. Even if it's written in any language, says Rav Chista, you're yes allowed to save them. Vahachi Kamar, so what's the Chiddush of Geniza? If you're allowed to even be Ayyubil Chashavis to save this item, certainly you bury it. So what's the Chiddush of Kamar? Umakak Shalahen, and the worn out scrolls, the scrolls that perhaps a worm bore a hole through them. Apostle scroll, Apostle Savior, Apostle Nevi'im and Suvim, Tunim Geniza, they need Geniza, so that is the opinion of Ravuna that you do not save them, the opinion of Chiz that you do save them when they're written in any other language. And that's how they learn up the Mishnah, whether the Mishnah is teaching us a Chiddush about the worn out scroll, says Rav Chizda, or whether the Mishnah is teaching us a Chiddush that when it's written in other language, even though you don't save them from the fire, but you yes, bury them, that's what Ravuna explains. Meisvei asks the Gemara, seven lines down, Hayiksuvim Targun, Vecholashayin Matzilin Asam Neyadzaleika. If the Scrolls were in the Targum, Aramaic, or any language, you yes, save them from the fire. To you have to do Ravuna. Again, a straight up question Ravuna. Ravuna said, You do not see these items from the fire. Says the Gemara, Amlucha Ravuna, Itana Savarnin, Alikris Behem. This Tana, the Bryce that you just quoted, that taught me that you yes, save them, that's referring to, that goes according to the Mandama that says, You yes, read for these items, even though they're not written in Lashna Kaidesh. Tashima, we learned in a Bryce. Different languages. If these scrolls, if these Tanakh were written in any of these languages, even though you do not read from them, again, the Bryce says explicitly, even though you don't read from these items, you yes, save them from the fire. Another question, Ravuna, again, because Ravuna was of the opinion the Gemara today began and taught us that Ravuna holds if something is not read from, you do not save it from the fire. So, Ravuna, as Ravuna answered, 
Yitanya, we learned in a Raisa. Hayiksuvim Targun, Ubel Choloshin, Matzilon, or something, Neyad Zaleika. Similarly, not like Ravuna, similarly like the Raisa we just quoted. If it's written in Targum or any language, you yeah, save it. Rabbi Yaisi, Aymer, comes like Rabbi Yaisi, and he says, Ein Matzilon, something, Neyad Zaleika, you don't save it. And that's obviously like Ravuna. Amr Rabbi Yaisi, Maisa Baba Chalafta, Shalach Yitzor of Gamliel, Abba Chalafta, with the visitor of Gamliel, Berivi to Lutveria, Umaitsu Shayisham al Shalchan, Shal Yaisi, Yechan and Anazif. They were sitting on the table of Yechan and Anazif, and Biyadi Sefer Yehov, Targum, and his hands in Sefer Yehov. Of all the Targum, a translation of Sefer Yehov, who Kairi by and he was reading and he was reading from it. Amr Lai Zaychani, I remember Rav Gamliel Avi Avicha, your grandfather Shaimi Al Gabi. My love, Harabais, you're standing on a platform by Harabais, they feel the fun of Sefer E of Targum, and they brought in front of him a Sefer E of Targum that was translated of Amar Lebnoi, Shaku Tachzanidvach, and he told the builders, Take that Sefer E of that's a translation, you're not allowed to do that, you don't learn from it, and throw it and bury it under the bricks. Bury the Sefer E of Afu Tiva Lev Gazrus. When he heard that story, he as well went. Again, the story with Rav Yesi, Rav Yesi went, took the Sefer Eve that he was holding, and went and buried it. Rav Yesi, Rav Yudai, Mary, Rav Yudai, they didn't bury it under the bricks, rather they turned over a, uh, a trough of tit, a trough of clay, on top of the item, to bury it. So again, another raya, that when something is written in another language, you don't necessarily, you're not allowed to read from it, rather you just have to be going, as you have to bury it. Amar Rebbe, Shtei Tshuvah's Bedavar, Shtei says, that's not a raya, what's your question? Shtei Tshuvah's Bedavar. Chad of Chitiz Barabayis, I don't understand the whole story, there was no tit, there was no clay in Arabayis, so how can you tell me they turned over the clay on it? The Chitiz Barabayis, Vinay, and Void, and furthermore, V'chimotr Lo'avdam, Biyad, you're allowed to go and take the Sefer Eov, the Sefer Eov that was the translation, and go and bury it with your hands. Ella says, Rabbi, what did they do? Place it in an unguarded area, leave the Sefer Eov out, and it will decay and run its own, and then you go, and then you will go and bury it. So that's going to be the Machleik, is the Rabbi saying to Rabbi Yezi, don't go and actually bury it with your hands, wait till it's worn out, wait till it's not usable, and then you will bury the Sefer Eov Targum. Man Tana says to Gemara, so who is this Tana? What's going on over here? We seemingly have given a machlekes tanoim. What exactly you should do with this targum of Sefer Eov? Says the Gemara, Elam, if you're going to tell me, Tanakamadar of Yaisi, who is it moving along to Kaftas Vavam Abehis? If you're going to tell me, they're referring to the Tanakamadar of Yaisi, Vidalma Bahakam Ivligi. Maybe this is the machlekes. Marsavar, Nate Nuli Christ Bahan. The latter read for them, Marsavar, Nate Nuli Bahan. Ella, Rav Yaisi, Tanak to gift this. Rather, it's referring to Rav Yaisi of the other Braisa. Rav Yaisi, this Braisa that we just quoted, that when you read it's telling you the wrong languages. Then you're not let to read from it, and rather you go and you bury it. Says the Gemara, four lines down. Continuing this theme of when we have Tanakh, we have different scrolls, different Shemais, different Psukim, written in the wrong languages, what do you do with it? So says this Brisa, if you have a Bracha, if you have a Kamiya, if you have an amulet, even though they have the Isis of the Shem Hashem, they have many different topics inside these amulets and these Bracha Shabbatayra, still you don't save them from the fire, you do not save these amulets and these Psukim, that are inside a fire. Ella, rather, what do you do? Leave them and let them be burnt. You don't go and transgress Shabbos to save these items. I'm sorry, you just leave them there even during the week, you don't save them. What's the reason? From here we see someone who writes 
um, bracha, someone who writes something, this amulet, with the Shem Hashem, is Kisar Feiter, I'm sorry, this refers to specifically on Shabbos, Kisar Feiter, that's what Rashi says over here, it's like one who burns the Torah. Again, we said, if you have an amulet, you have a bracha, you have these different parshas that are in, says the Gemara, you're not going to be allowed to save them from fire. Someone, God forbid, his house goes up in flames and he has these different amulets and these different psukim written with the Shem Hashem, he's not allowed to save them. So therefore, says the Gemara, one who goes and writes, Kois brachais, you go and you write an amulet, you go and you write these different Sokim, Kisarfei Tire, you're like one that's burning the tire. Why? Because in the eventuality that it's in an area that's goes up in fire, you're not going to be allowed to save it. Says the Gemara approved to this point. There was one who wrote these amulets, these Sokim and Sidon, he went and he told Rabbi Shmuel, So Shmuel went to check out this guy. What are you doing writing Sokim? What are you doing writing these brachas and these amulets? Rabbi Shmuel was going up in the ladder. Here Gushboy, this guy realized that Rabbi Shmuel was coming. He felt his presence. Not all too much of brachas. He took a whole packet of all these different brachas, the shemus Hashem that he was writing. Vishakun misavos shamayim, and he submerged them and he stuck them into a bucket of water. Ubelashen azal mila Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel said to him, "Gadol einish achrim in Arisha." And this latter thing that you did is worse than the worst thing you did. The first thing that you did was that you were writing these brachas and whatnot, and that's kisar feitayra. Because in the eventuality, it is a fire. You're not going to be allowed to save it, and you're going to have to go and let it burn. But what do you go now? You're all nervous. I'm coming to catch. You, what did he do? You went and you actually went and you erased the Shem Hashem Rahman al You went and you took this name and you put it in the water, says Rabbi Shmuel, that's much worse than the original thing that you did. So obviously, one should never take something as a Shem Hashem and, and destroy it. That's what we're seeing clearly in the Gemara. And we're seeing here in the Gemara, there's also seemingly a Maila to not have excessive Psukim and whatnot with the Shem Hashem written on it, cause there's a Kedusha to it, and you have to be careful. We're about 13 lines into the Gemara. First word on the line is Ba'o. Ba'o minei rishklusim rabba ravuna yaksuvim b'sam misikra b'kumusim kankasom. What is the story? What is these items that we're discussing? What are they written with? They're written with paint, with pigment. B'kumus is sort of gum. B'kankasom is some sulfate. B'lashon ha'kodesh, then matzilam isam. If it's in Hebrew, lashon ha'kodesh, you save them. Then they add lake if there's a fire. Are you in matzilam? Are you let it? Or do you not save them? What's the question? The question is very good that it's written in lashon but it's written not with Diyai. We know you have to write a Savior Torah. You have to write Tanakh with Diyai, with an ink to last. But this person did not do that. He wrote these items with other types of inks, with paint and sulfate and pigments and whatnot. So says the Gemara, do you save it or not? Says the Gemara, So it's a machlaik is according to both Mandarmim. Now the Gemara explains. To, we have a question according to the Dharma that says you do not save something that's written in other languages. That's when an item, when the Psukim, when the Tanakh is written in other language. That's when you do not save it. However, in our case, it's written in Lashon HaKadosh, so maybe you do save it. Or the opposite, we have the question. And according to the Dharma that says you yes save the Tanakh, in other languages, that's only if it's written in Targum in Aramaic or another language, but it's written like a Savior Torah, it's written with the Yai and it's written on parchment, that's when you save it because it's going to last. But in our case, since in our case it's not going to last because it's written with pigment, with sulfate, it's written now to proper ink, therefore maybe you do not save it. So, fundamental question what is the reason you yes, save something or not? Is the reason because of the language it's written and then therefore here, since it's not written, since it's yes written in Lashon HaKadosh, you would be allowed to save these items, or no, is it the fact that the ink is going to be last something that lasts, and therefore since in these cases it's not written with the 
Yai, you would not save it. You don't save it. I asked him, then I attract my opinion, and you, yes, save these items that are written in Lush and Akkadish for the wrong type of ink. Says the Gemara, where's this price for Rav where he told that you save the items that, again, are written in Lush and Akkadish with the wrong ink? Ravashi, Amr Ravashi, Kiritani, like we learned in the rice. Ain being sarim svarim the megillah is no difference between svarim and megillah ella shasvarim the chlavim b'cholashayin all other svarim are allowed to be written in any language. Um megillah sheksuva ashuris al sefer b'ziyai and sheksuva has to be written with a sefer and with ink and an ashuris in the proper in the proper uh, language and their proper script. And therefore, we see over here we see like the opinion of Rav Amnuna that you yes save it. That the only difference is if it's written in Ashuris or save it with Diyai, But all others farm, we see that's only by Megillah. But we see clearly that all others farm are allowed to yes be written in other la- in other types of ink as long as they're written in Lashon Hakodesh. Therefore, that's the raya that in our case you would yes save these items from the fire. If you have a safer tire, Shain by the lackage one of the Khamesh Isis, you cannot collect 85 Isis. You have a safer tire that's ruined, that's destroyed, it's missing letters here, missing words there, and in the entirety of the safer tire, you can't even put together 85 letters. Do you save this Sefer Torah or not? What's 85 letters? Limar explains 85 is the number of the smallest parsha in the Torah, which is the parsha of Vahib and Saya. So says the Gemara, if it doesn't have 85 letters, like Vahib and Saya has, do you save it or not? Why are you asking me about if you find throughout the whole Sefer Torah 85 letters? Ask about the parsha of Ibn Sayyar itself. Says the Gemara. If it's not, it doesn't have the entire Vahib and Saya, again, Vahib and Saya, those two psukim, which we're going to see right now, is the status of its own parsha. And that's the reason why that's the most minimum parsha in the Torah. That's why we have the upside down nuns by it. Says one of the reasons. Says the Gemara, when it's missing Vahib and Saya, like Komibayalek. That's not a question. The Kim of this way has Karis. Afghav's last face, one of the Chamishoy says, Matsilin. It has the Shem Hashem. So for that reason itself, you're allowed to save it, even though it does not have the 85 letters of Vahib and Saya. What is our question? You have a Sefer Torah that does not have 85 letters, does not have the Shem Hashem. Are you allowed to save it from the fire or not? You do not save it. Seemingly, the minimum to save a Sefer Torah is going to be either if you have a Shem Hashem, or you have to have at least 85 letters, the minimum amount of letters, like the parish of Yibet Sayah. So, if you have a uh, part of Unculus that's written in Mikra, or part of Mikra that's written in Unculus, part of Tyra, Ksav Ibris, and it's written in Hebrew, Matzilim they had to you yes, save it from the fire, means Achlemer, Targum, Shabaz, Ezra, Shabbatanil, Shabbatayra. And certainly, if you have the Targum, the translation of Ezra, Daniel, and the Torah, Vishavatayra, Targum, I'm sorry, Vishavatayra. Targum, Vishavatayra, mind you. What is this Targum of the Torah? That if you have something written in Unculus in the Torah, what's that referring to, says Gemara? Yigar Sa'adusa. Two words which are Aramaic words, which are Psukim in the Torah, as we see over here, Psukim and Bereshis. So, even though it does not have 85 Isis, still, you yes, save it from the fire. Seemingly, we see clearly that as long as once it was a kosher sefer Torah, even though right now it's less than 85 ICAs, we're seeing over here in this Brisa. The Brisa taught us that when you have a Targum that's written in Nivris and it's written Targum in Mikra, Mikra and Targum, and as long as it's written in Nivris, you have to save it from the fire as long as it's written in Hebrew. So seemingly that's a proof, even if it does not have 85 letters. Says the Gemara, no, that's not right. Kitan Hashlim. 
It's not referring to that the only thing less is this Yigar Sadusa, these Aramaic words. It means that these are the words, Lahashtan, to complete it into being a complete Sefer Torah. That is when, as Rashi says, that is when, sorry, these are going to be completing it to make it 85 letters. That's when you're going to save it. And if it's not a Raya in a case where you have less than 85 letters, whether you would say that Sefer Torah or not, let's learn one more question and we'll call it a day. We said 85 letters. Is it 85 letters? Letters condensed all next to each other or spread out throughout the whole Torah. has to be together. Even they spread out throughout the whole Torah. Mace the Gemara, if you have a Sefer Torah that is worn out in Yesh, where the Lakish, one of the Chamish Isis, Kigon, Barsha, even Zara, and Matilin, Vimla, Vim, Matilin, Tiafta de Ravuna. Seemingly, this is a question on Ravuna. What did Ravuna just say? Ravuna just taught us that it has to be Mechunasis. The letters have to be all collected together. But we see over here that the Brisa teaches us that if you have a Sefer Torah, that is worn out, but it has enough letters of 85 letters, seemingly you yes, save it, even though they're spread out throughout the whole Taira. Question Ravuna. Ravuna said it's only if all the letters are together. Says the Gemara, Tirgumar of Chista, leave it to Ravuna. Rav Chista answers for Ravuna. Betevois, referring to Betevois, and we'll conclude by reading this Rashi. What does Rashi say to explain this last Taret? The third last Rashi in the Amit says Betevois. What did it mean when it said that a Savior is worn out and if you could collect 85 letters from without, the Masha it sounds like they're all spread out throughout the Torah. It doesn't mean to find 85 letters out of the whole Savior Torah. It means that you could find words here and there. Therefore, it's not a riot to our case of Ravuna of because they were arguing when the letters are all spread out. This Brisa is referring to when the words are spread out, but it's not necessarily a proof between the case that Ravuna of debated when the letters themselves are spread out. We'll pick it up from here.